You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's talk Patriots with Super Bowl champion Jermaine Wiggins, former Patriot tight end, among other teams, now getting it done on the radio, Hot 96.9 FM in Boston. Jermaine, thanks for taking the time. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We are doing, doing well, well. That's good. Getting ready for playoff football, we got going on here. Well, does this game even count, Jermaine? Because we are comprehensive with our analysis. Cordell's all in Mm -hmm. with the Titans because of his relationship with Mike Malarkey. But everyone we've been chatting with in New England almost views this as a glorified scrimmage. And let's get it on with Pittsburgh coming up next week in the AFC title game. Well, you know, us as fans, we we feel like, you know, this game's not going to be close. When you think about what the Patriots do, when you think about what Tennessee does, uh, yeah, we're kind of like, we're, we're not looking past them, but we're like, all right, let's get to the game and let's do take care of business as fans because I don't think this game is going to be close. Um, as far as playing Pittsburgh next week, I, I'm not sure about that one. they got to get by Jacksonville first. Jermaine, we know the, the, the Patriots have a, a tendency to do it better than most for us being able to stay focused on the moment and getting prepared for what's going to happen in the future. But what we've known so far over the last five games, Tom Brady hasn't been playing the best football. He's thrown six touchdowns, five interceptions. If this offense of this Tennessee Titans football team can be methodical and keep them on the bench, does that hinder them from having a chance to be as effective as we know they can possibly be? No, because when you look at Tennessee's offense, I mean, you think about, you look at the year that Mariota had. He hasn't really had a good year. He's not throwing the ball well. He has more uh, more interceptions than he has touchdowns. And if they want to run the football and get to this whole, you know, everybody's talking about eat up the clock, eat up the clock. Yeah, that's all fine and dandy. But the problem is, you got to be able to score touchdowns, and that's the one thing that the Titans struggle at. You know, when they get down in the red zone, they're not just going to be able to turn and hand it to Henry no more. You're going to have to put the ball in the end zone, and they're not going to be able to do that. What's going to happen is that Tom is going to get on the field with that offense, and we see what this offense will do, go down the field. So even if they kick a field goal, Pat score a touchdown at 7-3, now that changes the game plan a little bit. All it takes is, Cordell, you know better than anybody else, all it takes is when you run the football to get – you know, one rush on first down, you, you maybe get a yard or you uh, you lose a yard. Now you're sitting there at second and nine or second and 11. Completely changes your outlook on running the football on second down. Jermaine Wiggins is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Jermaine, since you're from East Boston, you played for the Patriots. It's all about mm-hmm. New England pride. What do you make of the ESPN report a week ago that all the big names within the Patriots are denying? But you know the allegations. There's friction within the organization. Is this all fake news? What do you think? This is all what, uh, yeah, we like to call it here uh, fake news. It's all nonsense because when you think about the whole Guerrero story, we knew that going into it. We knew that the relationship between Guerrero and Brady and Belichick was a little bit different because Belichick didn't want a guy down there undermining his staff. So we knew that as far as the other stuff where Brady went to uh, Robert Kraft and said trade Garoppolo, and Belichick says he'll never, you know, he'll never trade Garoppolo. That's all nonsense. And, and as Pats fans and people who are honest, we know that that's a fabrication. Brady wants to be called sir. Brady's upset because he didn't get Patriots Player of the Week. That's all nonsense, and that's how we viewed that story because there was no sources. It was all, you know, hearsay. There was no fact in there, and that's the biggest thing. When you're the Patriots and you've been so successful for so many years, everybody's gunning for you, and they'll do it in every way because they want to see they want to see your organization crumble. 
Jermaine, I would love to expand the conversation just a little bit because you didn't you didn't just play for the New England Patriots. You also played with the Minnesota Vikings. And watching that team with the little time that you may have or you may have watched them uh, in an extended time, um, Case Keenum and this defense and this offense, they're playing some of the type of football that you would love to be playing this time of year. How much confidence do you have in what they've been able what they've been able to do, but most importantly, how Case Keenum has been playing? Well, I think he's been playing well. The thing, the reason why he's able to play well is when you look at Minnesota, I mean, I would probably say Minnesota's got the best defense out of all the playoff teams that are left. So now Case Keenum, he doesn't have to go out there and force the issue. And I think that's the biggest thing. When you're a quarterback and you're in a position where they, the team does not want you to go out there and do too much, when you have a defense like Minnesota and you don't have to force the issue, the game becomes easier for you because now he knows, hey, listen, if I play smart, if I do the right thing, I don't put our team in a bad predicament, predicament here. I know defensively we're going to be able to make some plays, and all i got to do is make those plays that are there on offense rather than trying to force things in and trying to do too much. And I think that's the thing with Minnesota when you see how Case Keenum has been playing. He knows that defense is, is tremendous, and he knows all i got to go out is don't turn the football over and make good decisions. Chatting with Jermaine Wiggins. He's our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. Jermaine, we know at this stage of the season there are no perfect teams, so while the Patriots have a comprehensive approach, what do you think their weakness could be if they have one? Well, I think the weaknesses, and we've seen this before, is if they're not able to protect Brady, then what happens is that's when we see issues with the Patriots. And we, if you look at some of those, uh, those, those, those interceptions that he threw in the last you know, five or six games of the, uh, the regular season, it's about teams getting pressure on him, making him feel uncomfortable back there. And if you can do that and you can affect Brady like that, then that's going to make him be in a position where he presses the issue he tries to do too much, and that's what leads to some of the bad decision-making. If they can protect him, um, which they were doing most of the season, then that's when you see Brady at his best. But anybody who played the position, Cordell will tell you this, when you're a quarterback and you're worried about that pressure, things get a little bit different in that pocket. Yeah, it does. It doesn't look as friendly. Let's just say that, Jermaine. Nope. <laughs> uh, but speaking of friendly, uh, it hasn't been too friendly on the edge uh, for this defense throughout the entire season. But you end up grabbing uh, James Harrison, who ended up giving you in a small sample size against the Jets, five tackles, uh, two sacks and one fumble recovery. How big of an impact you think he'll be able to make to be able to shore up the edge and not allow anything on the outside? Well, I mean, I think that he can definitely have an impact. We've seen Bill bring guys in before um, that have contributed. You know, you've seen it with uh, Lee, who can't we they got from Buffalo's practice squad. But when you look at Harrison, I, I definitely believe he's still got some gas in the tank, a guy that can set the edge, especially against a team like uh, Tennessee that wants to run the football. The biggest thing is if you can set the edge and you make the, those teams run up the middle, things get a little bit more difficult. But if, if teams are able to offensively establish the edge and get their – running back and get a guy like Henry outside, put on some of those corners and safety, it, it, could, it could make things tough for the Patriots. Um, but you got a guy like Harrison that might have an opportunity to get in there and take advantage of that, get some reps and make when it comes to setting that edge and being stout right, right at the point of attack. Jermaine, as a former tight end, you have to appreciate the impact Rob Gronkowski's had this year. I think Tom Brady's going to win the league MVP award. He's going to get more votes than Todd Gurley of the Rams. But if we're just talking about the team MVP in New England, do you think Gronk has been that player? I mean, Gronk is definitely, in my opinion, he's, he's by far the best tight end in the NFL right now. I wouldn't necessarily say he's the team MVP. 
Patriots, has we seen the Patriots win a Super Bowl without him last year? Obviously, when you talk about the Patriots and their MVP, we all know it's Tom Brady. But putting Brady aside, when you talk about Gronkowski, you have a guy that that's, that's as big as him, as athletic as him, and has great body control. It's so difficult to defend this Patriots offense. And he's healthy going into this playoff, and I think that's going to be the difference when you look at the Patriots and being able to win these games by 10, 14 points is because you have a guy like Gronkowski and his ability to take advantage of the middle of the field, his ability to line up on wide, go one-on-one, throw it up against smaller DBs or safeties, or just outrun linebackers. When you look at the National Football League and you look at the quarterback position, majority of times the most favorable player at that position is the backup. We know who the starter is. Everyone glorifies him. But we know the backup is, is the most viable one and the most needed one at times. When you look at Philadelphia, they have Nick Foles. We're assuming that he's going to play good because he's been in his system for a while. Case Keenum, we've seen what he's done filling in for Sam Bradford. But you guys there in New England. You're now stuck with Brian Hoyer and you don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. How big of a loss of not having, how big of a loss is it not having Jimmy Garoppolo in the, in the lineup if something were to happen to Tom Brady? Well, I mean, it's obviously a loss when you look at Garoppolo and what he's been able to do and the type of player that he potentially could be. But we are, we're a little bit more realistic up here in New England. We know that when you talk about Tom Brady, if he goes down, can the Pats rip? Brady, it's going to be extremely difficult whether you have uh, whether you have Garoppolo or whoever back there. But to, to lose a player like Garoppolo, it it was in, it was at that time. I mean, the, the kid's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Um, you're not going to franchise tag him when Brady still hasn't shown any sign of slowing down. He knows that. Listen, you got guys like. Derek Carr making $25 million a year and Matthew Stafford making $27 million a year. And everybody expects Garoppolo to be the next big thing. So why would he sit behind Brady? Why would he stay here? And if you're the Patriots, you know you can't keep two quarterbacks and you're not moving on from Tom Brady. So you got to give Jimmy G the chance to go somewhere else and you got to try to get something back for him. And I think that's ultimately what the Pats did. And, you know, knock on wood, if something would happen to Brady, I mean, I think that... <laughs> It would, be, it would be all she wrote anyways, whether you had Garoppolo or not. Jermaine, it's World Radio, guys. Let's wrap it up with our business. I heard you years ago doing sports talk on 98.5 Sports Hub in Boston. Mm-hmm. How did you make the transition to the world of hip-hop? Well, they, the world of hip hop said, "Hey, listen, we'll give you some health insurance and benefits." And that's the reason why. <laughs> See, you got out of sports. That's that is a wise move, Jermaine. <laughs> it's that simple. It's all about the benefits. You know what I mean? I could talk whether whether we're talking about the sun and how it sets or the east and the west, or we're talking about the best quarterback in the position, or we're talking about Kim Kardashian. To me, it doesn't matter. I can talk trash with the best of them. There's a line that we open our show with every day, me saying, it's a talk show, we talk. It doesn't matter what we're talking about, Cordell. We're just moving it from point A to point B. It doesn't matter, but based on what you just said, Jermaine, as you guys would say up up there in that part of Boston, uh, it's pretty smart uh, of you to be able to go in that direction that you've gone in because of all the benefits, bro. That's all that matters, you know? That's all that matters. Thank you, Jermaine. We appreciate the insights. Enjoy the game this weekend. Not a problem. You guys have a good one. Take care. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.